think I've only tried it like once or twice and I was like this is weird I don't know if, I don't know if I'm doing this right so like <laughs> after that I was like I'll just I'll I'll save it for later welcome to the awkward mom stage podcast grab yourself a glass of water or wine whichever suits your day and get ready because the awkward mom stage starts now Hey y'all and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, hi, hello and welcome. I'm Lola and I'm so glad you're here. Today's episode, I'm sitting down with Mary Ellen Ryder. She's the co-founder of women's wellness device called Yarlap, which helps maintain bladder control and tone pelvic core muscles. Yarlap has been featured in an article on Bustle about improving sex lives for women through strengthening the pelvic core muscles. I don't want to give all her details because... Mary is going to tell you all about who she is, what she's doing, and how Yarlap may be able to help you. So let's get into this episode so you can get in on my chat with Mary Ellen Ryder, co-founder of Yarlap. Mary, thank you so much for coming on today and talking about Yarlap because this was something I've actually never heard of before. I didn't even know that was like a thing. I've heard of uh, Kegels before and everything, but I've never heard of like devices. I didn't know that people were like actively seeking that kind of stuff out. I think my first introduction to Kegels was like in Wabals from like the Fifty Shades craze. Like that, I was like, "What is that?" And then I kind of like looked it up and saw like the the Kegel balls and all that stuff. I have some, but I don't think I've only tried it like once or twice. And I was like, "This." weird i don't know if, i don't know if i'm doing this right so like <laughs> after that i was like i'll just i'll i'll save it for later so i definitely want to learn more about this i'm sure everyone is very curious to find out what this is because this is something that a lot of women struggle with especially after childbirth or even hysterectomy stuff like that so i think it's something that's really important for people to kind of learn more about so that way they know that there are options out there yeah absolutely I think that for me the first introduction was like when I read Cosmo back when I was in high school and they were talking about all these different amazing wonderful things that this exercise does and then it was a joke that all of your friends would just sit around and be like I'm doing that I'm totally doing it and then you do like three times and then that was it yeah I think I I don't even think I started actually doing like Eagles until I was like in college. Like I was like, what is a Eagle? Like what is this <laughs> talking about? I've pretended for so long that I knew what you guys were talking about. It's time for me to learn what you're talking about. And they'd be like, oh, it's this. And they like tell me, and I'm like, really? Like I think I've I think I've done that before. Like not trying to. So that's weird. I didn't know that that was like a thing. So that was kind of my introduction to like doing them yourself. And then later on in life is when, you know, Fifty Shades came out. And then I was like, there's actual things that you use as well. (laughs) Yeah, there's like a ton of different devices out there. And there are different like categories of them too. So the Yarlap is um, in a particular category where it does everything for you. But there again, there are other things like biofeedback devices. There are Benoit balls, Kegel weights, all that kind of stuff. um, Because they're so hard to do. Um, and I think that that's where a lot of people get, it's like a hiccup because we try to do them and we think that we're doing them properly, but we tend to not, and we end up using our butt or our thighs or our abs. 
And if you're not using the right muscles, then you're not getting the benefits because you're not engaging the right muscle group. So um, it's a whole, it's kind of like, I always joke that it feels like I'm basically being set up for failure um, (laughs) because it's so hard. They're so hard to do. And it's really hard to figure out if you're doing them right. Right. That was the whole, that was the whole idea behind the yard lock was to just to take all of that guesswork of like, am I doing it right? Am I using the right muscles? Am I doing it for the right amount of time? Right. Um, is this the right position I should be in? And taking all of that away and just making sure that like, all you have to do is sit down and watch TV. And after like 20 minutes, you're done. Right. Yeah. It's definitely something that, you know, a lot of people struggle with. So, but it's also... I feel like such an intimate, touchy topic. Like you would think in our world today that it would just, you know, be a matter of fact thing that people are talking about. But like women's health is still something that's like taboo almost to talk about. So you don't really hear like a lot. You're starting to hear more about Kegels now, but it really wasn't something that women were comfortable talking about or even knew who to ask or who to go to aside from, you know, their friends that might you know, play around and be like, oh, I'm, I'm doing my Kegels right now. But like, other than that, I don't think anyone was really like looking into what it actually does for you and how it can help you. And if it's working, are you doing it right? Like you said, like, how long am I supposed to do this? Is it, is it supposed to feel like this? Is it supposed to feel like that? So just kind of finding out how you became the co-founder and how this idea came about so that everyone can learn a little bit about where the idea came from. So I say a little something in the beginning of the episode, but I like to let my guests introduce themselves. So go ahead and tell us who you are and how you got started. Yeah. So my dad and I are co-founders of this company and my dad's a medical device engineer. So he was on the team that helped design a similar product for the national healthcare system for France, Great Britain, Germany, and Scandinavia. So they have, you know, once you have a child um, under their healthcare, you get a device that's similar to help train and tone the pelvic floor muscles so that you don't have issues like urinary incontinence down the line. But we don't have that. We don't have anything like that here in the United States in place. So we decided that we have the, we had the knowledge and the utilities to make that happen. So after a few years of working with the FDA and thousands, literally thousands of pieces of paper, of paperwork, (laughs) Um, we became an FDA-cleared medical device to treat female urinary incontinence. And the idea is because it's so hard to figure out what muscles you're doing and we can't physically see them. Um, If you have a penis and you try to do a Kegel exercise, usually the penis will lift itself. Right. But for, for people with vaginas, we don't have that luxury. We don't have that visit, that visual aid. Right. Um, and so it's really hard for us to figure out if we're doing them properly. And again, most of the time we're using our butt. So well over 50% of women who try to do a Kegel exercise, even with written instructions, do them incorrectly. And again, I think it's because we can't see it. And so it's like, how am I supposed to do an exercise that I cannot see when you're at the gym, you have that mirror and you're able to see like, if you're performing it correctly, if you're the way that you're doing it is proper, you have that mirror, but we don't have that with the Kegel exercise. Again, those are very isolated muscles deep inside. And so for us, it was really important to just go, okay, we're going to take off all that guesswork, all that stress. Um, 
and throw it out the window and just do everything for you because we're really busy. We don't have time to like sit down for 30 minutes a day and, and think about it and try to engage those muscles. And sometimes if you don't have that control of the muscle, it's weakened, it's atrophied, it's gone through some kind of trauma, um, or you just neglected using that muscle because you didn't know it existed. It's really hard for your brain to send a signal to that muscle. And so it gets jumbled, it gets lost, or it's not even sent. And so we just decided that we we're going to create something that does everything for you, even if you have severe urinary incontinence, if you, if you have a really weak pelvic floor and that signal gets jumbled, we're still going to be able to help you in some kind of way because it really is about the tone of the pelvic floor and getting these exercises done properly because you have to do thousands of them to get the benefits. And, and nobody tells you that. They're like, well, do them at every red light or every stop sign that you're at. And you're just like, okay, well, how, how many stop signs do I have to go to to get the benefits and you have to do you have to do thousands of these exercises to get um the benefits that you're looking for so it's it's really very overwhelming so that's why we created the r lot so that all of that all of that stress all of that um anxiety is just taken away it's not on you anymore <laughs> and a lot of us don't have that time so we decided to create the r lot to ensure that even if you're busy even if you don't have a even if you don't have that time you can multitask and do something while training your pelvic floor. Right. I think it was Dr. Janelle, maybe I get it right, Dr. Janelle Howell on Instagram that was talking about like a pelvic floor therapist. Is that someone that you guys also kind of talk to or work with to kind of create this device? Okay. No, so we work very heavily with pelvic floor therapists and various clinics around the United States because Usually you go to a pelvic floor therapist once a week, three times a week, really depends on, on you and your therapist. But there are, there are therapists that deal solely with the pelvic floor muscles because it is a mass issue. One in three women in the United States has some form of urinary incontinence in their life. One in three. That's an insane amount, especially since we don't ever talk about it. Um, yeah. It's so many. There's so many people. But pelvic floor therapists, deal solely with this issue and we work with them because they tell their patients to do a kegel exercise for example they'll tell them you know hey do kegel exercises we taught you how to do them in this appointment we'll see you next week well you have seven days of trying to do that exercise and you're not sure if you're doing it properly or you know all you're given is a sheet of paper and it's really hard to do those exercises. So we come in and some pelvic floor therapists recommend us because we do what they're telling their patients to do in between the appointments so that they're not thrown off track, that their pelvic floor therapy journey is not thrown off track and they're only really doing it once a week. They're actually doing it the recommended amount of time, the recommended way, getting the benefits that they are supposed to see. Okay. Do you see any women that haven't had children that oh, yeah. also utilize this a lot because oh, yeah. I feel like it's kind of like a misconception that you only need to do them if like you've had children or you're pregnant or something it's like oh no you're fine until after you start having kids but is this something that 
women that haven't had kids or don't necessarily want to have kids? Is this something that's also suggested to them as well? Oh, yeah. So we have a lot of women who have used the ARLAP who've never had kids, have no desire to have kids, but they know somebody who has incontinence and they're like, I don't, I don't want to have that experience, right. please. Um, and so the Yarlup is actually very unique in that we can treat uni- we can treat urinary incontinence, but we can also maintain control. Of the- we can maintain um, control of the pelvic floor muscles for you. So even right. if you don't have incontinence, but you know that you don't want to, um, but you're not sure if you're toning the pelvic floor muscles correctly, but you don't want to lose tone, yada, yada, um, the Yarlup is still good. And we still have a lot of people who are really active. We have a lot of athletes, again, who have never had kids. Um, use the Yarlap just because they know that they need to ensure that internally all the muscles are properly toned so that they don't pee themselves when they work out or something like that. So I think we see a lot of people who do the pelvic floor muscles, uh, Kegel exercises postpartum because it's so prevalent there. But just because you have, you haven't had kids doesn't mean that the tone, um, is fantastic or wonderful. Uh, everybody has a pelvic floor, regardless of if you've had kids or not. It's really important to maintain that tone. Right. I think that's like something that, is, well, I mean, women's health is kind of like a secret. Like it's something that I feel is just starting to come out and more people are starting to talk about it because of social media and kind of getting the word out there but I feel like it's still something that people are kind of I won't say ashamed I mean some maybe are ashamed to talk about it but it's just kind of like an embarrassing uncomfortable thing to talk about is this something that gynecologists also suggest because I don't remember any of my gynecologists after any of my kids saying anything about actually I don't even think that anybody told me anything about kegels like it wasn't anything that my doctors said anything about they it was they suggested the husband stitch you know because that's everybody's go-to but they didn't say anything about kegels or anything so I was kind of on my own there and I feel like a lot of women can benefit from learning about this with their gynecologist so is this something you see more of like people who focus more on the pelvic floor in their medical career that suggest it or is it just kind of every type of doctor if you ask about it every type of doctor if you ask for it and as sad as it is i think that you do have to approach the subject and and be the initiator for it and say you know i have i pee when i laugh and i sneeze my cough or like i can't hold it when i have to go i just go and it is a really embarrassing conversation to have and i think that um with society right now and women's health is that we're basically told to just shut up and suck it up. Right. It's part of being a woman. It's part of being a mom. It's part of the next stage of life. It is part of whatever. Um, And it's not true. It's all about the tone of the pelvic floor muscles and getting the appropriate resources and tools. And your best resource is your licensed healthcare professional. And hopefully you trust them enough to say, hey, I have this issue. What do I do? And have that conversation, even though it is embarrassing, it's important for your quality of life and you matter most. It, it is an embarrassing subject. It is an embarrassing topic, but you just got to kind of, 
I hate to say it, you got to like suck it up um, right. and have it because it's incredibly important. You're not the only person who has it. And getting that tone, regaining that control is super important. And it's, you're not too far gone and you're, you're never going to be too far gone. Do you love reading, but don't have time to sit down and read a good book? Well, we all know I love Audible. I share books on the podcast all the time, and I talk about Audible a lot. I solved my reading problem with Audible about four years ago. I love to multitask, and it's been amazing to still keep up with my book list while checking off my to-do list. It's perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors and sometimes even the actors themselves. You can listen while driving, cooking, cleaning, or doing anything else that you need your hands free for. It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella holding manservant, but with books. With the new update, they even have podcasts, sleep meditations, and much more now. There really is something for everyone, and the best part is it doesn't cost you anything to start. You can click the link in the show notes to sign up today and get 30 days and your first book free. All their books are DRM free, which means they aren't locking them away from other devices. So even if your subscription expires or you cancel it, you can still keep and access the books you've already purchased. Just download them again anytime from anywhere. There's over 180,000 titles available to choose from, and I'm sure that number will just keep growing. You can even follow the Awkward Mom stage on Audible now. So go get started on that reading list, but let's wait until after the show. Now, I feel like when people think about pelvic floor exercising and everything, the main focus is tightness. But that's not necessarily the only thing that the pelvic floor does for you. It also helps a lot with intimacy and how how you feel down there, if they're, if it's painful and things like that. So I feel more needs to be, more attention needs to be brought on Okay, this this can help in in many areas, not just this one specific area that I feel like is kind of mainstream geared towards men. Because, I mean, realistically, if you can use the restroom without or cough and sneeze without using the restroom, you're doing good. So trying to be able to hold 1800 pounds in your vagina because you do so many Kegels. I feel like that's an extreme that social media is kind of going to, and I feel like it's geared more towards men. I feel like if it was more information like, hey, this would help you, and this will help you feel better, and this will help you relax more, then it would be kind of an easier conversation to have for women to bring up. Because I feel like it's so uncomfortable. Like, even though I know my gynecologist, obviously knows everything about me, like they're delivering babies and everything else, it still feels like uncomfortable to bring up. Like you just kind of want to get in and get out. You don't want to add anything extra. So how would you suggest for someone that may be going through the any of these issues or might want to learn more about how to strengthen their pelvic floor or be prepared for something like that, how would you suggest they would go into their doctor and sort of ask for it. Be prepared to become your own advocate. I would say is just, I know that it's going to be embarrassing. And I know that you're going to think that this is the only conversation that they've had all day about this. No, <laughs> I, it's, 
they probably talked to multiple other people about this exact same issue. Don't fret, but be prepared to be your own advocate. And I know a lot of people feel very nervous about becoming their own health advocate, but you do have to approach the subject. You don't need to be combative. I mean, your doctor is is supposed to be your friend is supposed to help you with your wellness, but um, don't let anybody shrug it off and be like, well, it's just part of being a woman. Um, If that's something that was said, please get a second opinion Um, because there are, it is an incredibly prevalent issue and your pelvic floor muscle is just like any other muscle in your body. You do need to take care of it. It is part of your wellness. It is the foundation. It keeps your bladder, your uterus, your visceral organs all in the natural position. And so when you shift, uh, when it weakens, everything kind of shifts and your bladder's at the bottom, which is why we have, um, these unexpected involuntary bladder leaks. So it's extremely important part of your body, even though it's under discussed, but go into your doctor and say, Hey, I have this issue. It is a little embarrassing. What can I do about it? And how can I find out what my tone of the pelvic floor muscle is? Because finding out your tone is extremely important. Like you said, um, sex can be extremely painful if you're pelvic floor muscle is super tight, for instance. Um, if it is, if, it, if you have hypotonus, doing a clenched exercise on already clenched muscles is not going to do you any good. Right. It's not going to help you. So you really want to find out where exactly you are. Are you atrophied? Are you tight? Where are you on this? And how do you, how do you help yourself get better control, better tone of the muscles? And again, to do that is to have that conversation and go, I have this issue. What's the tone of my pelvic floor? Can you help me out? Right. Do you see women with, uh, I believe it's endometriosis? Mm-hmm. Does that help? Does that kind of help them? It depends. It's a really, endometriosis is such a case by case situation. We have some people where it works and we have some people where it just doesn't work. And again, it's, Endo is such a tricky little thing Mm -hmm. and there's so little known about it. Yeah. So for us, we, we've had some success stories and we've, we've had some people who are like, this is just not for me. It's not working for me, but thank you. Um, and so again, just have that conversation with your doctor and say, do you think that this is right for me? Do you think that this is a good situation and have be the initiator, be the instigator of that conversation because if you don't have it, your doctor's not going to be your mind reader. Um, right. Really just be your own advocate and go in and say, I need help. Where am I? What's the tone? How do I help myself get back the get back my pelvic floor tone? Right. Yeah, I say it took years for me to even I guess feel comfortable talking to my gynecologist about things. Like it was always like, oh no, you know, everything's fine everything's great like as long as I'm not dying or nothing's wrong down there like <laughs> it's good we're good and I was I think I was maybe like 32 when I started being like okay like is this normal like is this gonna happen to me like what's going on down there like I've, I've had multiple children at this point like so I think it, it's just a matter of kind of making it more of a comfortable more of a regular conversation really i feel like menstruation and 
all of that is just it's like, oh, we can't, oh, don't, don't say anything about that. I feel like that's why it was so hard for me when I would go to the doctor. I'd be like, oh, I can't say that. I have to be a lady. Like, my mom said that it's inappropriate to talk about. And it's like, no, like, who better to talk to than your doctor that literally went to school for that thing? So exactly. <laughs> I think exactly. that it's just kind of getting your mind like, okay, like, there's millions of women in the world like I am not the only one that is dealing with these issues so I'm my doctor's not gonna gasp in horror when I ask like oh my why would you ask about that yeah no one's talking about that (laughs) exactly they're not gonna leave the room and be like oh my gosh I had the dirtiest conversation absolutely gross they're not gonna say that they're gonna be like well that was probably the most PG conversation I've had all day cool on to the next um but yeah it's it's true because I used to be the exact same way where I was so I wanted to get in and out as soon as possible because if I if I went in and I got out as soon as possible they couldn't tell me anything bad nothing was wrong I'm perfect and then I was like well there are actually some some issues that I would like to discuss and once you start having that conversation and that ability to be like wait I can I can talk about my health with my doctor who knew it's right you do feel better like I'm like, mentally but also physically as well that you're just like yeah this is not right how do I fix this and right. and then you have that dialogue but again I think you're so right with women we compartmentalize everything like your vagina is is different in a sexual aspect versus procreation aspect versus like UTIs and all these different things it's all compartmentalized and in reality they're all the same thing. It's all health down there. It all works together. So if something isn't right, talk to your doctor to get this, to get your, the mechanisms all properly working again. And it is embarrassing, but it is so important. And again, become your own health advocate where nobody will know your body better than you ever period. So if you feel something is off, raise a red flag and say, hey, how do we fix this? Yeah, I think for just in general, after you have a child, it's already traumatic enough. And then to have to think about, okay, well, now I have to work on down there, like, was the husband stitch enough? But, like, now I have that. So, but it still hurts when I have sex. Like, is that normal? Maybe it's because I just had a baby. So when, I guess, for women that are having children that would use um, this device, how, when do they kind of know, like, okay, I should talk to my doctor about something as specific as this, because I'm, I'm having these issues. Right. Well, I can't diagnose anybody, but for postpartum, you know, when you've been cleared for exercise, usually around, that's typically around the six week checkup, um, where everything is healing. Um, there's nothing open, I guess, because it does puncture a hole. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot going down there during childbirth. But once you're right. here to exercise, everything is healed properly. Um, the Yarlap is a phenomenal tool to have for postpartum re-education down there because, again, it does the Kegel exercises, which I'm sure a lot of people have been told, you know, once they have kids, I had one of my friends who just gave birth and like right after they handed her the baby, they're like, don't forget to do your kid exercises. Goodbye. <laughs> she was like, what? I'm, I'm leaking out of every part of right, my body. Like, Everything hurt. I'm not going to do an exercise. <laughs> right. 
that's not the that's not even remotely in the top 100 things I'm going to be doing <laughs> ever um, now. And she's like, what, what? they literally just like said it nonchalantly and left. What do I do? And I was like, don't worry about it. I got you covered. Um, just wait until you're cleared for exercise. Once you're cleared for exercise and you're cleared for sex and you can have things vaginally inserted. Um, the yard is a really great tool because you, all you have to do is sit there. You don't have to think, you don't have to do anything. You can multitask. There is no brain work involved, <laughs> um, on, on your part with it. All you have to do is turn it on and get to the right program and pick a comfort setting. And then that's literally all you have to do. And it does everything at times it all out for you. But I think that for postpartum, we really, really shine there because we just take all that guesswork because at that point, you have so many other things, including a human to take care of that exercises are just not, you're not going to do them. You have so many other things to do. So um, once you've been cleared for that exercise, once you've been healed, um, it's a really great time and you've been told to do Kegel exercises by your doctor, the RLF is a really great tool for you to have. Okay. And so once someone has like talked to their doctor and they've figured out this is something that they wanted to use or try, how, how is it done? Like, how is it inserted? Is it something that stays in you and you just turn off and on or? Nope. It's just like a tampon. So you put it in for 20 minutes a day, three to five days a week, and then that's it. So you take it out, wash it with soap and water, put it away. Um, and you use it 20 minutes a day, three to five days a week. It's not permanently implanted. We don't do that. It's, um, it's about the size of a tube of lipstick and okay. you use, it comes with lubricant you lube it all up. You insert it like a tampon. You pick a program that's right for you. There's six programs, um, three for relaxation, three for what we associate with Kegel exercises. You pick a contraction level that is appropriate for you. And some people, when they see, think of contraction level, they're like, wait, what? <laughs> um, but really it's, it's extremely comfortable. We've had women who call into us because they accidentally fell asleep while using the RLAP and they're like, did I do something wrong? We're like, no, the RLAP has so many safety features that <laughs> once it hits that 20 minute mark, it's, it's done. And you're okay. just sleeping with the RLAP inside of you. you just took a nap. Right. It's okay. Um, but that's basically, it's just a three-step program and you use it three, t- three to five days a week. And anywhere between two to 12 weeks, you see positive results. And I think the beauty behind why we see such great results is, again, there's no guesswork. You're not sitting there thinking, am I doing this right? Am I engaged in the correct muscles? Am I doing it for the right amount of time? The RLF is just like, go on autopilot. Girl, I got this. Um, And so that's, I think, for people like me, especially where we have so many different things going on in our day that we just, even when we sit down and relax, you're still thinking of like, okay, well, here are the checklist of what I need to get done. So it's really hard for us to sit down and like actively make sure like, am I clenching, pulling up, hold, 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 okay, release, and then do it again. And you're like, I don't have time for this. Right. (laughs) So um, that again is the beauty behind the yard lab and why we designed it in this way. So that it's just mindless, Yeah, I think, but you still get the benefits. I think that's like the best part is that it's like easy, like one, two, three, because think of a device and you're like, wait a minute, like, how's this going to work? 
Am I going to be able to work it? Like, am I going to, because like I said, I got Eagle balls and I just remember like standing in my bathroom. Like, is this, is this right? Is this what they said <laughs> on the YouTube video? Like, I don't, I don't feel like, what am I supposed to be doing right now? I just stand here. Like how long? So it was just so weird and awkward to still to have something that you can just get it done and you don't even have to think about it. It's like, Oh, okay. Like that takes all of the guesswork out of it because it's, I just felt like a fool, like standing in the bathroom, like, this right like maybe i should go back to youtube and like see what she said like is there a time limit how do you know if it's working and like you said like i'm sure i was using every other muscle other than the ones i was supposed to be using like i had no idea what i was doing so to have something that actually takes all of that away from it and it's one less thing you have to think about as well it's like oh okay cool like i can work on this while just relaxing actually or writing down a checklist or doing whatever and actually getting it done correctly and it's actually benefiting you the way it's supposed to. Right. It's I, I always say it's kind of like the dream if they had something like this for abs, I would I would buy it in an instant. But yeah. uh, <laughs> currently we're just factually related. Um, but the whole idea is again, like like you and I, it's so hard to find the time right. to sit down and relax. And just sit down and fully concentrate. Because again, like you said, am I using the right amount of muscles? Um, is there a time limit on this? Like, am I doing it too much? Am I doing it too little? Am right. I, like, what is actually happening? And am I using my butt? What is going on here? Am I using the right weight? Am I using all these different things? And I just don't, ha- we just don't have time for it. So right. uh, that was the whole idea of the RLF is just for, you know, you don't have time for it. That's okay. We will do this so that you can make time while multitasking if you need to, or at the very end of your day or at the very beginning of your day, you can just kind of be done with it um, and still get the benefits, get that control, get everything um, where you want it to be and feel really good and feel really confident about yourself. Now, how would you said it's about, about 12 weeks, you said it could take for you to like start seeing results or is that when things kind of start to like work? Yeah. So t- anywhere between two to 12 weeks. So um, we'll see kind of positive results going on because everybody's got a different tone of the pelvic floor. It's not a universal um, situation. And so for us um, anywhere between two to 12 weeks, to see some kind of positive result. And again, I think that that's based on the tone of the pelvic floor muscles and we don't want to rush it. I think a lot of people get really excited because uh, they'll start seeing benefits and they'll start overdoing it. But again, right. it's this is muscle rehabilitation. When you're doing Kegel exercises, it's muscle rehabilitation and you want to do slow and steady because that's going to win this race. You don't want to do two a days, um, intense, <laughs> intense exercises or anything right. like that. Um, so it's again, anywhere two to 12 weeks, depending on the tone of your pelvic floor, slow and steady is going to win this race. Okay. I know that it also helps with like intimacy and stuff. So if someone isn't necessarily struggling with like incontinence or, you know, sneezing and peeing, like if they've got all that under control, but there's just something not happening in the, the intimacy region, how does the yard lap kind of help in on the intimacy side of things? I guess I yes. So intimacy is such a 
a different thing because there's also like the mental aspect of it and all this right. other stuff. But for the pelvic floor, your clitoris runs along your pelvic floor muscles. And so when you think about the last time you had an orgasm and there's that pulsating feeling, right. that is actually your pelvic floor muscle contracting. Okay. And when you do a Kegel exercise, it's engaged in the, the same thing and it kind of feels somewhat similar. So when you're having an orgasm, your body kicks into muscle memory and your body goes, wait, I know how to do this and I'm really good at it. And I have a very strong reaction to it. And so there are, you know, some studies that say when you have a strong pelvic floor, you have a stronger response to orgasm because your body knows exactly what to do and it does it in a very strong manner. And you have all of a sudden this like mind blowing orgasm because your body kicks in again with muscle memory and goes, yeah, we know how to do this. And we know how to do it really, really well. Um, let's rock it. Right. Yeah. I think I was like last week years old when I learned that, uh, it's not just one part of the clitoris. Like there's like way more to it. And I was like, wait, what? Like there's, there's extra stuff that I didn't learn about. So yeah, it's definitely like learning that there are ways that you could possibly, you know, enhance your intimacy when you just think that it, it's a you problem, and but it's something that can be corrected if you have the right tools. So that's nice to learn because I know some people struggle with like sensation and stuff like that. So does it help with like stuff like that, like sensation and things like that? Will it kind of help in that? It could. It could. A lot of times, um, again, like sex is so different because there are different ways where we feel stimuli. Um, But if you've had a weakened pelvic floor, sometimes sensation can be dulled and we really want to bring in blood flow and respirate the muscles because again, they could be atrophied. They could be weakened. They could be traumatized, what have you. And we want to make sure that either they are relaxed um, properly or that they have the correct uh, respiration, that they have proper blood flow for any muscle blood flow is really important and to stay strong. So we really want to engage that as well. And part of the Yarlaps programs, uh, the relaxation one really focuses on, um, that respiration, bringing in that blood flow, making sure that the, the muscle is getting the proper toning in that aspect as well. So we can, we are very proud to say that we help with uh, sexual response and experience because the pelvic floor is so integral to everything. The clitoris runs along that. And like you said, the clitoris is huge. Yeah. It's about, I would say it's kind of like an iceberg. You see the, the bulb. Um, right. You can visually see that part, but that's about 20% of it. Eight, the other part is actually inside and it kind of looks like a wishbone a little bit. Um, and it can run down your thighs, which is why some people get turned on when you rub their inner thigh. Um, and sometimes it wraps around the anus, which is why some people find anal really great. And then some people are like, absolutely not. Right. But the, the pelvic floor, the clitoris runs along that pelvic floor muscle. So when you're having an orgasm, the pelvic floor muscle is contracting and it all intertwines, even though we have never really f- talked about that. Cause again, I think that that's compartmentalized. So, um, yeah, when it comes to the sexual response and everything like that, we, we can, we can help with that, um, 
and getting that blood flow, getting that proper tone to make sure that when you're contracting during orgasm, that it's really great. Um, and so it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Now, is there like an eight? Well, I mean, I guess, obviously, if you're like 18, you probably maybe wouldn't have like an issue with this. But is there like necessarily like an age where you've seen that women kind of start to gear, lean towards a yard lap or has it kind of been has it kind of varied? It's It's been varied. It's all over the place. We have people who are in their early 20s. Um, and we also have people who are in their 90s who use it. So it's really, it's all over the age demographic. It's all over the place. Awesome. So I guess everyone would like to know, like, where, is this something that's like prescribed? Or is this something that you can get online? It's something that you can get online. So we're over the counter. Okay. Um, yeah. So you can either get us on Amazon uh, or on our website at yarlap.com. But you can just order it and it comes directly to your door. Everything is included. So once you unpack it, you can start it right then and there if you want. And yeah, That's great. Awesome because <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a prescribed type deal where you had to like go to the doctor and then get the prescription. And then you have to go and get it from the pharmacy. So to know you can get it off Amazon. Everyone's like, oh, what? I can order it off Amazon. Nobody even has to know. That's, that's even better because I yeah. still feel... Even when people are like, okay, yeah, I'm going to work on this and blah, blah, blah. Like, they still don't necessarily want to tell anyone what they're doing. So it's nice to know that it's something that they can get and it can still be kind of discreet because it is something that they're working on and they're learning. And it is still kind of a very intimate topic. So, Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it, it comes shipped in a plain brown box. Nobody has to know um, that you're using it. Because, again, even though you and I are totally okay talking about it. I, we know that a lot of people aren't and they're really right. embarrassed about talking about it and they're embarrassed that anybody might find out in their life that they might have it. So the whole idea, again, with the RLF is that it's easy and it's quick to do, but that nobody needs to know that it's, that you're using it. It's small, it's discreet. If you don't want anybody to know, then nobody needs to know. Right. Even your UPS driver. Right, the UPS driver. (laughs) Nobody's got to know. It's not not marked. They're thinking you're getting a book or something. Um, But yeah, it's, it's, nobody needs to know um, your pelvic floor journey if you don't want to tell anybody about it. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's, especially because I I know, like, some of my friends, they'll be like, whatever, I don't care. Like, they're the ones that I can go to and be like, hey, have you heard about this? And then I have some friends that are just like, oh, my God, I cannot talk about that. So. it's good that I can kind of tell them both like, Oh, you know, there's this option, but I know that you're uncomfortable. So it will come. You won't need, no one will know. Like you can run in the bathroom and do what you got to do. Nobody's going to be any of the wiser. So. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's just, we, we tried to think of as many different things and and that was a big one was like, if nobody, nobody needs to know, nobody needs to know. Right. Um, Yeah. So that's another little thing. (laughs) so i feel like everyone will want to know you said there's a website for yarlap where they can learn like more about the product and how to get it and where to get it yeah so you can order if you want to get an, a yarlap and order one you can go to our website at yarlap.com y-a-r-l-a-p.com and you can ask us questions there um you can look around to see if it's if it's appropriate 
um, for you. Again, it's also on Amazon as well. But if, if you're more of a social media person and you want to ask questions, you can find us on Instagram and on Facebook at ER Lab as well. And okay, so is this something that, you know, once you start using it, you kind of have to use it forever? Or is this something that you kind of use until you see the problem go away? And then you just don't use it anymore? How does that work? It's a blend. So we if you if you're using it to treat urinary incontinence, we stay again, 20 minutes, three to five days a week until you see the results that you're looking for. And then once you see the results you're looking for, you go into maintenance mode and you can use it once a week, once every other week to ensure that you don't lose that tone. Because just like any other muscle in the body, you have to maintain that tone to keep it. So if you just kind of neglect it again, it's going to be like any other, any other muscle, you're just going to lose, lose a little bit of tone there. And so it's really important that we go from treatment into maintenance and you can use it once a week, once every other week, whatever you find comfortable for you. Um, but ensuring that you maintain it is really important as well. You can't just discard it and be like, okay, well, that's good. That's fine. Goodbye. Um, right. you have to, you have to maintain that tone of that muscle. Okay. And I'm sure many would like to know, can pregnant people, can pregnant women use this or is this something that you should use like after pregnancy or before? Before or after, um, you can talk to your doctor. Some people use it with their doctor's instructions only. Um, don't, if you're pregnant, don't buy it without consulting your doctor because every pregnancy is different. Um, and so we want to make sure that you're the safest. So only get the ER lab if you're pregnant, if you've spoken to your doctor first. Um, and then afterwards, postpartum, again, we we really shine there. Right. Um, once you've been cleared for exercise and, and sex and everything, um, we're a really great tool for people to have. So before or after. Okay. That's good to know because I know like some will be like, can I use this during pregnancy? So like it's good to put that out there, like just wait or do it before. So don't. Right. Do it while you're pregnant, unless your doctor instructs you to do so, because I feel like that needs to be thrown out there just for anyone. Now, is there, with everything going on, I'm sure everyone has been aware at this point that Real Verse Wade, they're trying to, you know, do away. So do you feel like Yarlap will be in jeopardy at all if any laws like that were to change? Do you feel like it will change the trajectory of the product itself? No, I don't believe so. Um, because even though it's vaginally related, it's a bladder. We fall under bladder urology. Okay. Um, instead of like OBGYN um, category, even though we we happily blend through multiple different groups, you know, physicians, therapists, OBGYNs, uh, GYNs, um, urologists we we blend and we happily go through all of the different groups but our true category is urology okay i think that's good to know so that way i feel like when people get something and it starts working for them and they're like oh is it in jeopardy of being like taken away from me for any reason like i need nope, to, we'll be I need there. to know now <laughs> yeah, we'll so be that's there. good to know I mean, that's good to know that it's classified under something that is under the safety of medical blanket so that it's kind of left alone because I I know that even women that I know even myself have struggled with you sneeze after you have a kid 
it's a little bit harder to sneeze and not pee. So knowing that you have something that you don't have to stop and cross your legs and pray in the middle of the target, like <laughs> it's good to know that that's, that's going to be there for you because a lot of us moms were struggling in silence, just like, please, like we, we have our mom groups where we talk about it, but no one's running to the doctor like, hey, like, how do I fix this issue that I'm having? Just kind of try and figure it out on your own. And it, it never works because, yeah. again, I'm 100% at this point after this conversation that I did not do my Kegel or use that Kegel ball correctly. <laughs> so none of the stuff that I did was helpful. So it's good to know that there's something that can definitely actually do what I think it's supposed to be doing and I don't even have to think about it so <laughs> exactly exactly and I think that that's again it's um it's very prevalent in mommy groups because and, and you have comfort there because it's a people in that community all have like the same you've all been through kind of a similar right. journey of everything so you have this comfort um a very familiar feeling um but then you know you go to your doctor's office and you're all alone um, but it's really important to talk about it. Or if, you know, you last sneeze cough and you're in Target or wherever and you're like, okay, I'm going to cross my legs and no one's going to notice. Right. Um, if you're having that, we're here happily to help you. <laughs> well, Mary Ellen, this has been so fun. As soon as I saw the, the yard lab and like what it does, I was like, oh, this is like really interesting. I need to know more about this. Everyone <laughs> needs to know about it because like I said, I didn't even know that people were researching things like that. So to know that there's something to help women with any of the issues that they're having with their pelvic floor and it's discreet and you don't have to do much and you don't have to think about it. Like it's just the benefits just seem to outweigh any other reasoning to not try it. So this has been really great to kind of learn about and share with others so they can get to know the product. And is there any way that people can find you or follow you on social media so they can learn more maybe? Yeah. So I live, eat, and breathe Yarlap. So if you go on the Yarlap's Instagram, it's probably going to be me that responds just because I'm constantly, I'm always looking at it. So okay. um, if, if you want to talk to me and ask me questions, you can find me on the Instagram, Yarlap's Instagram. And that's basically where I live. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk about this product. It's been amazing to learn about it. Like I said, I've been learning new things about the pelvic floor for like the last month. And I like the internet, actually, TikTok and Instagram have been the ones to teach me. So it's nice to kind of get a outside perspective on something that millions of women, like we said, struggle with. And I don't feel like enough people are talking about it and I don't feel like enough women have information on how they can correct these normal problems, really. I mean, this this is something that women deal with all the time. And the more people that are aware of it, I feel like the less stigma will be kind of clouded over it and women will be more focused on actually correcting the issues that they have at hand instead of hiding them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And thank you so much for letting me come onto your platform and talk and basically stand on my soapbox. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on, guys. And I will put all of her stuff in the show notes so you guys can find her, check her out, check out Yarlap. I know 
You're probably looking right now on your phone. Get on there, scroll, get on yarlap.com, look around. It is a really cool device. So it's something that we all should be talking about, y'all. So thank you so much again, Mary Ellen, for coming on. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for sharing this with uh, with all of us and letting us learn more about Yarlap. Thank you so much. Thank you. Do you want to start a podcast, but you don't know where to start? As the host and producer of this podcast, I can tell you it's definitely not easy. When I started out, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing or where to start. Actually, I still kind of don't know what I'm doing. Buzzsprout has been my go-to from the start of my podcast. They have so many helpful videos on hosting, how to edit, how to add music, how to post, what to post. I mean, you name it, they help you with it. And their Facebook community is helpful too. So let me tell you now, if you're a podcaster and you're trying to start a podcast or you already have a podcast and you're looking for a host, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They have everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me, I'm no tech genius and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. So if you're interested, you can click the link in the show notes to get started on your podcasting journey. Now back to the show. All right, y'all, that's it for my chat with Mary Ellen. And I mean, I learned a lot today. There's so much about women's health that we're still learning daily. It's important for people like Mary Ellen, her father, and the many others like them who can and want to work towards understanding and improving women's health and wellness. The more we talk about it and are open and have an accepting space, the sooner it will become a regular thing that women are less embarrassed to talk about or ask for help when needed. Of course, I will put all of the information and links for Yarlap and how you can connect with Mary Ellen as well in the show notes. Well, that's it for this episode, y'all. As always, thank you so much for listening to another episode. Thank you for the continued support of the show. If you haven't already, please leave a little written review. Even if it's just a five-star rating, you don't even have to write words on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. You can even leave a review on the podcast website. Let me know you're listening and you love it. Show me some love by screenshotting this episode or sharing the episode link on Twitter. Tag me at the Awkward Mom Stage on Instagram or at Awkward Mom Stage on Twitter and share it so others can find the podcast as well. I'll reshare them and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. If you'd like to donate to the podcast to help with behind the scenes or you just want to buy the Hot Mess Mama a coffee, you can do that as well with the Buy Me a Coffee link. If you've loved the show so far and you have topics you want me to cover or someone you think should be a guest on the show, send me a DM, an email, or click the Let's Connect link in the show notes and let me know. Until next week, y'all, always remember you're beautiful. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page at the Awkward Mom Stage, where you can follow and find information on next week's show, updates for the podcast, behind the scenes clips, and more. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next week for an all-new episode. I hope you have an awesome week. Always remember you're beautiful. Lola.